Start it. Okay. This is interesting. <laughs> Never before have I done a podcast where my co-host is literally making a rum and coke as we speak. But what a proper uh, fitting drink for such a game of... Well, that g- probably gives you the same feeling of getting dizzy, lightheaded, and just a bit crazy. Yeah, a little bit out of sorts. Star Fox Zero. Man, I enjoyed every minute we played when we finally figured it out. <laughs> Whether or not it was frustrating, right? No, it was a good time. Uh, this game came out on April 22nd, uh, 2016. Developed by Nintendo and Platinum Games. <sighs> Produced by Shigeru Miyamoto, which is no surprise there. Well, clearly, it's... it's- <laughs> Star Fox is his baby. That's one of them. Inspired out of his childhood, mo- like most of his games, though. I didn't know Star Fox was. What, yeah. what was he doing? He was hanging out with his buddies in space? <laughs> hanging out with his... No, he was actually uh, visiting the temples in Kyoto. Oh, and, no uh, kidding. All the arches, and he, and, he, and he walked through them back and forth, and that's that's how he designed the first level of uh, the first oh, Star Fox. Oh, my God, that's really cool. Flying through all the, the, all the arches. Oh, God, heaven forbid he was somewhere else that came up with that idea. Like, you know, Washington? Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, he is brilliant. Yeah, no, definitely uh, that that I did not know. So I this is the first Star Fox game I actually sat there and played. I never actually sat. Now that I thought about, it, I I played them like did demo. Did you own purpose. an N sixty four? I did. And you didn't play Star Fox sixty four. I have Star Fox sixty four. Never played it. Never touched it. Uh, great times, man. Yeah. Oh man, and this game brings me right back to it. Everything, I, I, everything about it reminds me of those times. I knew who Star Fox was from uh, the Super Nintendo Star Fox. Mm-hmm. The, the polygon Yeah, one. so that's what I, I remembered watching, but no, I don't remember I actually sat there and fully played a Star Fox game, so this was actually, okay, maybe the third reboot in the series, essentially, but <laughs> fit, who the fuck knows? <laughs> it was interesting, because I actually had a good time, and then was like, wait a minute, did I miss out on like some of the greatest games of all time as a kid? It, it's definitely, every single one is a product of the time. Mm-hmm. It's it's really great when you were there, but going back, it's 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 what you would expect. It's it's kind of hard to explain it, but it's it doesn't play as well as these games. Kind of like uh, 007, Goldeneye on the N64. They tried remaking that several times, and it's just they re- twice actually. And or no, they actually Goldeneye for the 360 was not bad. Oh, um, Ro- was that Rogue Agent? No, it was Goldeneye for 360. Oh, really? Yeah, it was just like gold. It was a uh, I think it was just called Goldeneye. I don't think they mm-hmm. had 007 to it. Yeah, um, but it's and you go you go back to that game. And it's the controls are clunky. I mean, everything about it. They remade it on the 3DS, and it, and it was a lot more polished, and that worked very well. But, but how many times do they have to redo the same game? And this is what I get so annoyed at is that the GameCube games were so original. One of them, I think, you were fighting off dinosaurs, and that was the one I remember playing. Like, yeah, actually. but that one is more more or less they <laughs> were they were developing another game, and then oh, that's Nintendo, right, Nintendo Nintendo yep. absorbed the company that was doing it. And said, Slap hey, Star let's, Fox let's on the put title. Star Fox in it. That's, uh, that was the same situation with Castlevania. Mm-hmm. Lords of Shadows was supposed to be its own game, but Konami felt that it wouldn't sell well, so they slapped Castlevania on the title and rewrote the characters. Exact and then same fucked thing. the story up and made it a, a, a origin story. Like, great, guys. But yeah, <laughs> a, re- a, a fucking plus in that one, yeah. huh? <laughs> Reboots, though. Um, is there an actual sequel to this game? I mean, the originals? Uh, there isn't a sequel per se, but I guess I guess you consider uh, Command would be the sequel on the on the uh, the DS, and then Assault after that. Assault is on 3DS, right? Assault is on the GameCube. 
And then, oh, that's right. And then Adventures is on the GameCube too, but God knows where that takes place. That's just kind of like a weird one. That's hmm. the dinosaur one. And like I said, it was its own game. That yeah, I, to... I guess it takes place before Assault because one of the characters from Adventures is in Assault. It makes no sense, and it a good thing they rebooted it because it's so convoluted and makes no sense at this point. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's been passed between directors and writers a thousand times. And that's why none of these games make sense. Well, you know what's funny is that actually how we went and actually picked up this game is that we were... I was, I was playing Pokemon Tournament, and I was hooked. And I absolutely... I couldn't, I couldn't stop. I tried to do everything I could, and then I realized that if I were to, I'd... I'd, I'd that's it. That's the end of my <laughs> life. So, we... Uh, Brad came up with the idea and flat out said, you know what? We need a good multiplayer game. And literally, I think it was that Friday, I was like, well, Star Fox is coming out. So I was like, all right. Literally went out and bought it. Um, full retail, which I never buy games at retail. But then again, I feel like Nintendo games never go on sale. No, they never do. <laughs> they always hold their value. Yeah. So Everything except for, like, Mario Party. <laughs> um, the one thing I actually found very confusing about this game was the main story mode. And with the several different pathways you could choose, who in the hell would have thought, I'm playing Star Fox for the first time ever, Brad played Star Fox 64, we apparently did the entire campaign backwards. Yeah, we, we played it so well, we got the wrong ending. <laughs> um, and we went and we tried to go back we, and do the branching paths, and it didn't work because we didn't do the right, right missions. No, we had actually accessed every secret level and then kept accessing those levels because we were just too good at it. You know, I'm not saying we're great, but, you know, for what the, the game was worth. And then we missed the entire main campaign, which we didn't know. So we're looking around the whole time thinking, okay, we're going to go out and we're going to do the extra missions. And then we look up online and we're like, wait a minute. We, we didn't even do the story. No, we did it the wrong way. We missed, what, we, four we, levels? Four or five. Four of the, the main levels? <laughs> four of the main worlds. And uh, there's like, only, like, what, ten in a whole match? Yeah. <laughs> Or ten in a whole the whole line because they, the way they set it up in this one is actually it's nice. Because it's like a tournament bracket that just goes out in different. Yeah, in know. the originals though, you had to start at the first level every time, and you had to you had to make these decisions and these branching paths as it came. And this one, you can select the mission over and over again, mm -hmm. which makes it really nice. <clears throat> so that I'm thankful for. But the way it's it it doesn't make sense. It it doesn't direct the player in the direction the game wants to go in. No, because it, it's developed so that however, you, the style that you played and the, the way that you went, it's going to continue that way. Mm -hmm. But there's not a clear linear path, and it was confusing because then once we tried to go back and figure out where we wanted to go, we had no idea how to get there. Yeah, we, we were lost. We were, we, were, we were flying through the same levels over and over again. Just to try and get secret pathway, or I'm sorry, the original pathways at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the one problem, uh, playing in multiplayer, playing, okay, playing on single player is probably hard as all hell. I can't imagine doing it. Yeah, we, we didn't spend much time in the single player at all. No, we... Which, which is to our detriment. We should, we should have spent more time with it. The biggest complaint I have about this game is that if you're in a co-op, uh, game, you choose the first level, you're in co-op, you progress to the second level, you have to, you have to exit out of that, and then restart the level... And select co-op. It does not continue with co-op each level. It really doesn't make sense. It should be its own mode. It should be single player and co-op. It shouldn't be the same story mission. Mm -hmm. It's like, it, hey, your buddy it? wants to help you, and then like, alright, fuck him for the next round. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. They're really pushing away the co-op, which is the best way to play this game. 
We both tried it in uh, single player, and it, it's it's not as fun. But we found out that I can shoot and Brad could fly, so it was very simple. <laughs> we tried switching it up, and it didn't work as well. No, not as well. But no, we also was... we also did it after we beat the game, so <laughs> we were both used to what we were doing. Yeah, you know what's funny is that uh, playing as the flying, um, I didn't really get an experience as the morphing of the, you know... The walker? Yeah, it was... I, I never got, I see I didn't get that experience because I'm over here controlling the little robot dude at the mm-hmm. bottom that gets dropped down from the certain ships and you yeah, know, it, always trying to hold the charge to try and uh, lock onto enemies to fire so that Brad doesn't get shot down. But <laughs> yeah, the, the the hardest part about the control though that's that's where this game really draws its line. There's there's a certain level of control that you need to have to play this game, and it, it's a it's an entry barrier really. Mm-hmm. It makes it hard for any newcomer. Which is what Nintendo's famous for, is for allowing newcomers to come into their games and play. The controls really, really stop that from happening. Well, you Especially know with it... the lock-on mode. The, when we... we get stuck into those battles and we have the lock-on mode, all my controls are backwards. If I'm flying away from the enemy, my controls are backwards. <laughs> and I have no way of controlling it. <laughs> you know what's funny? Is that also, using the Pro Controller might have been a hell of a lot better. And I can't think of a better actual tool than using that controller for this layout because using the 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 way the, the Wii Wii wand the and the and the nunchuck just didn't it didn't work for a Wii U game and yeah. I don't think it really fit and I don't it's definitely sure as hell didn't feel like a Star Fox game because I don't think was there a Star Fox game on Wii? Uh, not not to my memory. If there was, it was a minor game. Yeah, I, I I picked up every major Nintendo game on those consoles. So. Yeah, it was uh, something interesting. Uh, you know what? It comes down to the fact that you're going to sit there and you're going to play these games with a friend or play them by yourselves. You want to have the best possible control situations. And I'll tell you from the start, with every Nintendo Wii U game, I hate using the goddamn gamepad. It is too bulky and would prefer to have just the Pro Controller and the television. But, unfortunately for this game, it is required, no matter what. Look, they got it right with the GameCube controller. If they went back to that... Who would be upset, honestly? Everyone, that, we were shocked that you couldn't use the GameCube controller, actually. Right? They, they, put the, they put the Smash Brothers adapter onto the system. They mm-hmm. made it specially. And they don't use it for anything but Smash Brothers. <sighs> this would be a very good game for it, too. It's able to sell their other products. That's why. Uh, it doesn't make sense to me. I, if I everybody's got I, the one GameCube controller, what the hell do they need? A, ga- a Pro Pad? Yeah. Another... Wiimote? Uh, you know, it's just... It's, I hope they, they have, figure it out with the NX. Either they drop all the peripherals... And I think it's just going to be just a standard controller. I hope they start fresh, or or they go back and then just a good you know joystick. It's crazy with this with these. Um, um, oh no! I'm sorry. The like NX this? is going to have a gamepad. That oh, is official. Yeah. That's not official. No way. Yeah. It's official. Oh my gosh. What yeah, when I was working in a, I was working at GameStop. They actually showed us a. Uh, we I saw the prototype image too. Yeah, it was more like an. It, well, we were talking with the Nintendo rep, and it mm-hmm. was more of a. Slimmer Wii pad, but a circular design. It's yeah, re- it's yeah. really bizarre, but it still t- it still doesn't make up for the fact that I wouldn't want to use it in the first. Like everybody in Nintendo, I'd, I'm sorry. The Wii, the gamepad was a cool concept for Wii Sports. The Wii controllers were a good concept for Wii Sports Resort, and the gamepad was nice for the Wii Sport games. And I'm saying that because it's that's all they were good for. It was good for Mario Maker. If you ever put time into that game, you would say, 
The Wii U is the only way to play Mario Maker. That is the way to play it, and that is the only way you can play it. The only other inconvenience that this had was literally you could play, using the gamepad, you could play it on your couch while somebody else is watching TV, Mm -hmm. but it makes very little sense if you're trying to actually sit there and try and get your controls configured, because, hell, I'm playing Pokemon Tournament or Star Fox, and I find myself can't tell if I'm staring at the gamepad or the television, and it's like, I'm sorry, that shouldn't be a problem. That shouldn't be an issue I'm having, is whether or not I'm staring at the correct screen or not. Hopefully it won't be. They're, they're, they're moving towards the... I, I, as it's rumored, they're moving towards a dedicated handheld with a console... Uh, what, what, would we, what would you call it? Like a buff. Like the console is like a hook to your TV and it's a they buff to your system. They need to. They're able to use the 3DS's technology... And making a controller. Yeah, what they're doing is, they're, or what I what I assume they're doing is they're dumping the 3DS, they're dumping the Wii U, and they're they're creating a handheld plus console system where it connects to your TV uh, wirelessly, and you can use it on the go, or you can bring it to the TV with the the peripheral hooked up, and that will boost the power, and you'll get the better resolution on the TV. That's incredible. I also heard that they're going to be using cartridges. Nobody's ever going back to cartridges. Nintendo. Nobody's a, ever going back to cartridges. Uh, if I can Not pull it happen. up, there is a giant article about the NX using cartridges. I heard that too. I've read the article, and it's baloney. There's no way. How are you going to go back? To, how is anybody going to go back to cartridges? The same reason you go to uh, there, streaming. What is you it going to be? What is it, it going to be? It's a, USB, it's a USB port. It's a, essentially, that's it. It's going to be an SD card? Is yeah. that my, is well, that not my, even. It would be a USB that's, plug. That's a, th- that's a 3DS game. Are they gonna go? Are they gonna go to those? If they can convert the GameCube games onto such small discs, I mean, why can't they? Why not? Well, that's not. That's and this, not way, this, I'm sorry. The end of why not? It's a well, question no. of production. How much does it cost for them to produce this? How much profit are they making? It doesn't make sense in a business standard. They're gonna put it onto a disc because disc is cheaper. It is. There's no. There's no other way around it. The disc is so so much cheaper. It costs zero dollars to burn a disc. It costs what? A dollar to buy the disc? Well, Nintendo's not one for uh, doing anything normal in the last, you know, ten years, so... No, but they have they have reported that they're not selling this console for uh, a loss, which could lead yeah, into Yeah, good, fu- good fucking luck. And there, there's no way they're going to sell their games for a loss. Then how, how are they going to make any money on this? I don't know. Um, the new NX will be able to play 3DS game cartridges. That is, that is baffling to me. Yeah. Maybe it has an adapter... Or maybe you can... Well, it says right here, the Nintendo's ROM chips use in both consoles and for the 3DS game cartridges. So, it says Nintendo NX will literally drop the... We could be arguing moot point because this is going to all be disproven in Yeah, a they said months. they... Yeah, for all we know, it says Nintendo NX will drop the use of optical disk drives in favor for cartridges. Yeah. Well, I, I think they're going to delete both and it's going to be all digital, but... Let's get back on topic here. That was, you know, what's the funny thing is, is that everything would have been uh, all digital when the Xbox One and PS4 came out, had PlayStation not have fucked everything with that. And I don't see they say, they didn't fuck anybody. One they, PlayStation they is doing everything right. You know, shockingly, yes. There's you can't say anything against it. No, the only thing is, is that Xbox has right. the better exclusive titles. That's, that's about that's it. That's up to opinion. Um. But PlayStation, hands down, is... It's doing everything It's right. already won. Yeah, it has. It's already but won. That's, Nintendo's that's... already two, two, three steps ahead of themselves, and Microsoft uh, is literally just banking on whatever bundles they can make every year, with a, every month with a game, and yeah. the, the new PS4 is coming out later this year. 
Yeah, but with, I with mean... With the 4K technology and everything, which yeah. I, I know I'll get, but I don't need it. Yeah, I mean, but, like, look, this is, this is totally off topic. <laughs> We're getting away from our main point here. Yeah. This game, it, it's... Control, control aside, it's a great game. I don't think it's worth 60 bucks. We haven't, ex- we haven't explored it fully either. Do not, it's it, it's mm. hard to it's hard to price a game though. How do you how do you price that you got your money's worth? Is it time? Is it experience? How do you how do you price it? Um, like look, I I bought The Witcher. Replay value. Replay value? That's one of them. Yeah. Um, I, I disagree. I just okay. If I'm gonna sit there and okay, Smash Brothers, I'm gonna sit there and play for hours on end. I definitely got my money's worth. Pokemon but that's a multiplayer game. Both of those are multiplayer even, games. Even the single player campaign, Pokemon for that matter. You're gonna go back and play that millions of times. No, everybody, Any Nintendo game. everybody buys every the Nintendo new version game. every year. But they go Look back for the old ones because they can't get what's in the new ones. I, I totally disagree, and maybe we played games differently. But look at it. I bought The Witcher, I bought Metal Gear Solid, and both of those games, I think I got my money's worth. I didn't even finish those games. They are 200-hour-plus games. No replayability to me. Rocket League was the best $15 ever spent. Rocket League is... <laughs> who's going to argue that? Rocket League is the best... But oh, speaking of money, dollars game, of, yeah. Speaking of money's worth with this game is actually a very good segue to this. Is that the game was packaged with an additional fifteen dollar game called Star Fox Guard, which we have not played yet. It is still in the packaging, and I'm curious to see what the hell that's all about. Uh, apparently, a demo was available uh, when the Wii U first launched or something. Yeah, no, it started as um, it's not. Well, it didn't start as a demo. It started as um. It, it's a it's a showing of what the the console can do. Okay. Uh, it's I always it's like a forget. Test run. Yeah, it's a it's test run. It's uh showing the performance. It, okay. it it started as Shigeru Miyamoto made it himself, and he started as look, this is what this system can do. He said, look what I can do with both these different screens, mm-hmm. processing different things at the same time. Yeah, it's funny. Somebody was in a board meeting, and there was a second option. Like you had the Wii U gamepad, but there was a they had to come to a decision whether or not they were going to do it. I'm curious to see what the decision, like, before it was. You know? Well, I mean... It's like when somebody comes up with a logo, you always have a runner-up. Like, what was yeah. the runner-up to this game? This oh, gamepad? gosh, I don't even know, man. It's hard to speculate because we had a Wii Wand and then we had a Wii Pad. Like, what are we doing with all this stuff? It's crazy. The Wii is done. I think, I think... I the Wii branding don't. is done. They've already said they're moving far Far away from it, thank God. I hope they just call it the NX. I hope they keep their code name, just like I ho- I hope they keep their code name with um, the the Wii. The original Wii the was called the Nintendo Revolution, and I wish they stuck with that. But let's hope let, let's that that's future that's hindsight right there. <laughs> Did you know about the slogan that Nintendo and Xbox and PlayStation had when this current gen of consoles came out? Yeah, it was a stupid marketing technique because the Xbox was Xbox One, mm-hmm. PlayStation 4, and Wii U. And the whole idea around E3 was which one, regarding to Xbox, is for PlayStation U, Wii U. Oh, jeez. How they came up with that, how that happened was just a pure coincidence, but... Yeah, if we can ever get into, if we can ever get into E3, we'll be able to find out. Oh. I went to a pre-show one year. Um, it wasn't that bad, but... Was it so, a fan event or was it a press event? It was, it was for the company. It was for, it was more or less like, um, essentially take a house show to say like, here, here's some new games and all that. Mm. So it was, I mean, essentially that's what it was. Well, like, that's it, it was like, all, a, that's all it was like an exclusive are. convention more or less. Yeah, that's all they all are, really though. Yeah. I mean, 
more or less scale up and down. It was okay. It was in San Antonio, so it wasn't that bad. Um, mm-hmm. I might not have been San Antonio. It might have been Dallas. I don't remember. It was it was like 2013 or something. Um, it was fun. Uh, regardless of the fact, Star Fox, uh, like I said here, it's got mixed reviews. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know how I feel about these mixed reviews. I When I do my, my separate podcast on whether I'm doing Disney reviews, is I just want to get to specify one thing. I don't do reviews. I do opinions. Because mm-hmm. that's essentially all a review is. They can say, it's, oh, it's a perfect 10 out of 10. Oh, I found something wrong with that well, game. You're well, telling, exactly. You're telling me there's nothing wrong with this game? It's just every... It's all an opinion, so... Well, yeah, most companies... Do, well, most respected reviewers cover their ass and saying a 10 out of 10 does not mean perfect 10 out of 10 means this is a must-have experience mm-hmm. which is a hundred percent different from a perfect because no game is perfect none out there are i mean the clo- I, I don't the, know i mean pokemon yeah uh, pokemon red and blue are kind of like the closest you can get to a perfect game i would say would Pong. be there's nothing wrong it's just <laughs> i would say is a link to the past and mario 3 those are the closest you can get to a perfect game. Uh, Mario 3 had uh, several amount of problems. And so did A Link to the Past, but I think those are the closest you can get. The, the point is, no programming is perfect. No, no person is perfect, so that's why none of these are. Just like no movie is the perfect movie. Whoa, 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 whoa. Have you seen any of the Star Wars films? <laughs> that is a total opinion piece. I know plenty of people who can't even stand Star Wars, and they are... They're All bad right. people. So that's the buzzer. We got to start wrapping this up. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, the characters. That's one last thing I want to talk about. The yeah. characters in this game. Uh, you know, I I remember them being so flamboyant and so like cool and badass. And this one, they all seem cartoonish. Yeah, they they toned it down a bit. They they went for a, a less campy style. In the original, it seemed like a more like a. It's like they got all the bullshit Batman. out of the way. Yeah. In the original, it seemed like a '60s Batman, the like like corny let's ass. all corny, let's campy, let's let's just get it out there. And this one is everyone seems reserved and holding back, and the the it's the Star Fox team that really kills it. But Star the the Star opposing Wolf. food, yeah. Star Wolf really really shines. I I think they they pull whenever I see them. They, they pull my attention right to them every single time. Every time they open their mouth, I'm looking forward to what they have to say. Yeah, every every time. It's just amazing. <laughs> the, my favorite thing at the beginning of every mission where you hear, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, I, Rob I, the Robot's pretty yeah. good, too. <laughs> uh, oh, and uh, I'm sorry, the boss battle at the end, Andros. Andros. Oh, Holy man. shit. What a shit shit. That was the easiest mission, one of the easiest boss battles ever compared to the secret mission you have to get to in yeah, uh, Aqua Rosa. Aqua Rosa. That thing was a. F- that thing. Oh, compared to Andros. <laughs> that thing was a. That was not a walk in the oh, park. Oh man. It made Andros look like a bitch. Yeah. Right. And he. And you can play that right at the beginning of the game. Yeah. We have to get halfway through, and then that. Then well, that's that fair because up. they're like, okay, here's the hard shit. We're just gonna. Let you, yeah. You know, yeah. We're gonna give you a minute. Yeah. Maybe we didn't get to the end. The end. Uh, we. Yeah. We didn't. Uh, we obviously we didn't do it right. No, because so. we have to fight Andros again for to get the full ending. Oh Christ! And we still got a lot more of this game to go, but <laughs> it is absolutely worth it. Um, I would pick it up because honestly, if you can find it for anything less than sixty dollars. It's an absolute steal. If you can get it for sixty. With Star Fox Guard, because the, the early editions, the mm-hmm. first run, will have a physical copy of Star Fox Guard with it. The second run of the uh, game will all have digital con- uh, digital codes. Yeah. 
So I'm happy to have the actual physical copy in my hand because it's always just something I enjoy. Yeah, but if you are going to pick it up, make sure you have a friend to play it with. It, yeah. it really enhances the experience. Absolutely. It is, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I can't imagine playing this game by myself. I, I would suffer no, so it, many it headaches. It wouldn't be the same. It, it, those times where we're yelling at each other, we're screaming at each other, and those times where we were Oh, my sync. God. We well, were, yeah, that's another thing. We went at each other's necks and throat. We were just... <laughs> I was like, Brad, why can't you fucking fly what this thing? What the hell thing? are you doing? Like, ow, man. And then when we get it, and we're on sync, we're on point, and we're hitting everything the way we're supposed to. We were like Poe and Finn. Yeah, right? And yeah. we just kept going. That was that was the best. <laughs> so, oh, man, with that being said, Star Fox, uh, Star Fox Zero. Well, it kind of makes sense. They kind of just restarted everything. So, I don't, they are planning on making a sequel to it. Hopefully, it's actually, like, one that's, you know, worth it. Um... But overall, for the first Star Fox game I ever actually fully played and finished, I enjoyed the hell out of it and didn't think I would. So it was it was good co op experience. Yeah, it was absolutely. If anything, worth it. that's that's what it was. What would you give it? Like out of ten. I don't I do I don't normally 10? do that ever, but you know, I would Oof. just say just for chits and giggles. I would say seven and a half to seven out of ten. I would actually say a six point eight. Well, I mean we're in the same ballpark. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, Star Fox Zero. Available to retailers anywhere now. Nintendo, Wii U, hands down, definitely worth every penny I spent on it. Take care, guys.